What is up, squad, and welcome back to the Love Your Body podcast. It's your host, Avery, here, a women's health coach helping you shed fat, balance your hormones, and restore your metabolism all the good things that we need to achieve ultimate health because as women, it's really important to take all of these things into consideration. Today, we are going to be diving into a little bit more of hormones and what actually affects our hormones. Specifically, we're going to be talking about endocrine disruptors or endocrine disrupting chemicals and what this does in our bodies and how it actually affects our hormones, how it affects weight gain, how it affects disease and illness. Unfortunately, it's absolutely insane the amount of chemicals we are exposed to, specifically in feminine products, which is really more unfortunate, that have a huge impact on our health, on our hormones, and all the things I kind of just described. It's just, it's unfortunate, like I said, and we're going to dive into that so you can become aware, you know what are in the products you are using, what you're exposed to, how it affects your body. And at the end of all this, I just hope to leave you with some empowered knowledge to make the best decision for yourself. We are going to be diving in again on these chemicals that are harmful. And sometimes the first reaction is to be, I don't know if scared is the right word, but just to be a little weary and like, oh my gosh, I had no idea this is crazy. And then we go into the cycle of, oh my gosh, I need to get rid of everything or I've been screwing this up or whatever it is. I just really want to make sure we're coming from a place of empowerment, not fear, which we're going to touch on mostly here at the end. But I just want to preface with that. So take all of this into consideration as you listen to this, that we should be coming from a place of empowerment, not fear, and we're going to push forward and make the best decision for ourselves. The first thing I really want to dive into is why should you care, right? Why does this even matter? What does this have to do with you? Let me break a couple things down. One, inflammation in the body is the leading cause of deathly disease. Like pretty much any disease that you have is caused by an amount of usually high inflammation in the body because whenever we have too much inflammation, it is seen as a threat. So this causes our body to be in high alert or in a stress state and this ultimately leads to disease, underlying issues, and just health conditions, right? This is going to cause damage to our heart, our brain, our liver, our kidneys, other organs, and it just can be really, really harmful. Now, some inflammation in the body is important. We do need inflammation to some degree, but honestly, the way that we live, the lifestyles we have, the chemicals that we are exposed to in our lives, this inflammation is really, really high, especially in so many women. Now, we can see inflammation if we're kind of like looking at certain symptoms of the body. Some symptoms of high inflammation are like pain in our joints or muscles, abdominal pain or discomfort, you know, any IBS issues or just any problems in the colon or gut issues. Usually fatigue is a huge indicator that there is inflammation in the body. Mouth sores or skin conditions like acne or eczema or rashes, anything like that, psoriasis as well. These symptoms that we see and we kind of perceive as normal or we're like, why is this happening to me? We kind of like throw them under the rug. We're not going to lie, right? Especially things like acne or cramping in our stomach. We just feel like it's normal because we've always dealt with it and it is what it is. But we don't understand that there's actually an underlying issue here that needs to be solved and dig a little bit deeper here. So as we go into what endocrine disrupting chemicals, just keep in mind the effects that it can have by the way that it actually increases inflammation in our body and is linked to a lot of these underlying health issues, which we are going to kind of break down each one. But before we move on, we got to start by talking about what our endocrine system is. So this is a system our body, like you've heard of our nervous system, right? Of our cardiovascular system, of our respiratory system, right? We have all these systems in our body to keep us alive, to keep us breathing, to keep our blood pumping, all the things. Everything we have a part of us is for a reason. 
All of our processes and symptoms help support our body, keep us alive, allow us to experience the world, which is just super cool. But I want to specifically break down the endocrine system. Now, this is a system that regulates our hormones. Our hormones are actually just like chemical messages. Our brain sends these throughout our body to trigger certain things, to stop certain things, to start certain things. At a very basic level, right, we obviously have a period every month. This is triggered by hormones, right? And we see this where our estrogen is higher at certain parts in our cycle and then it drops really low or our progesterone is higher at a certain part in our cycle and then that drops really low, right? So these changes in hormones and these chemical messages actually affect our body and all of these processes that are actually happening. So it's really important that we are keeping this in balance because it is vital. It keeps us alive, it keeps us healthy, it keeps us functioning properly. And unbalanced hormones can actually cause inflammation in the body. It is linked to obesity or just difficulty losing weight, keeping it off and other diseases. So you can kind of see an unhealthy balance of hormones when you have symptoms like heavy or really painful periods or really just tough PMS, weight gain, weight loss, or just inability to lose or gain weight, hair loss, skin conditions like I mentioned earlier like acne, inflammation in general, fatigue, anxiety and depression, really high stress, bloating, poor metabolism. I just listed off a lot of things and a lot of these things are really freaking common. We hear so many women with painful periods. I used to struggle with this so much. I would be stuck in that bathroom for what felt like the entire day in so much pain. I was getting lightheaded. I would throw up from the pain that I was in. It was awful. I thought it was just normal. I was like, oh, this is just who I am, right? Most of us struggle with certain skin conditions like acne. We just say that is normal. All these things are common, but they really aren't normal. We should not be reacting this way. So try not to throw or brush these symptoms that you perceive as normal under the rug because they're not necessarily normal. We shouldn't be bloated all the time. We shouldn't be stressed all the time, right? We shouldn't be exhausted all the time. This is your body communicating with you that there is something underlying here. Now, when our hormones are in a healthy balance... We can have pain-free periods or just minimal pain. You know, cramping, minimal cramping in general is, is pretty typical and can happen because we're shedding, but we should not be strapped to our bed or groaning in pain because of our periods. Other things, our bloating will go away and reduce significantly. Our stress will be so manageable. It will have, you know, low stress and be able to handle things. When we have a healthy balance, our energy is going to be high. We're going to get that relief of anxiety and depression. Our inflammation is going to decrease. We're going to heal our skin conditions and we're going to increase our metabolism, all of the things. So everything I just described can be solved and be gone away if we're focusing on getting our hormones in balance. Now, there are a lot of factors that contribute to this. The biggest one being gut health, which we're not going to talk about today, but we are going to talk about how these endocrine disrupting chemicals directly affect our hormones and how mitigating them and trying to eliminate them as much as we can and just reduce our exposure is going to have a significant impact on our hormones, especially as women. These endocrine disrupting chemicals are literally all around us and what makes them so harmful is the fact that they disrupt our hormones. Either they mimic certain hormones, they increase certain hormones, they reduce certain hormones, they just interfere with our hormones in general. So it could really increase our estrogen, which we see in a lot of these chemicals, or it could really decrease our progesterone, which we really need and is going to help relieve stress and anxiety and decrease inflammation in the body. So it's so important that we are being mindful of what these chemicals do and what they are in. I'm going to break down several categories of where these are typically found. 
I'm just going to do a general overview. The four areas that I want to talk about today that have the highest amount of endocrine disrupting chemicals are plastics, PFAS, which we're going to talk about what that means, fragrance, and cosmetics. And I'm feeling good today, so I'm going to touch a little bit on feminine care products as well. When we're looking at plastics, there are a lot of chemicals in here that contribute to endocrine disruption. First one that we see and probably most familiar with is BPA, right? This is something we usually see the BPA free label, which is great. It's not enough, which we'll talk about in a second, but BPA is so harmful. It is linked to PCOS, anxiety and depression. It's really harmful for our brain development, especially in children. It can increase estrogen in the body. So being really aware of the effect that BPA has. Another chemical in plastics are phthalates, and this reduces testosterone, especially in men and women. We need it too. It has effects on estrogen. It is associated with decreased pregnancy and high miscarriage rates, which is really, really scary. It's also associated with elevated blood pressure, obesity, and elevated levels of triglycerides. Isn't that insane? A chemical in plastic can have this amount of control over our health. Another chemical here are dioxins, and this really affects our brain development. It affects our thyroid and immune system, and it increases our risk of cancer. Dioxins is like one of the most harmful chemicals, and those are commonly found in plastic. And what's really harmful here is when we recycle, which is great, but what they do, they reheat these plastics, and that reheat of these chemicals and exposures is what makes them even more harmful. So it's just so important to be aware of plastics and the chemicals that are in them and how it affects. So overall, plastics are really causing some major damage to our hormones, major damage to our health. There's an increased cancer risk. It has direct effects on our thyroid and immune system, on our brain, on obesity, blood pressure, all the things. So just being aware of plastics in general. The next category we're going to chat about are PFAS or perfluorinated compounds. And basically, these are typically found in Teflon or nonstick pans. They're also found in water-resistant clothing, food contact wrappers, paint. A lot of these things we find PFAS in, especially styrofoam or to-go containers. Usually have this in there just to make it like nonstick or coat, you know, specific paper cups so that the water doesn't soak through. You know what I'm talking about? You know, you know that feeling. You know what I'm talking about. But these are found in a lot of common items that we use. And PFAS can be so harmful because they typically don't really ever leave our system. It takes years for them to actually leave. So the more we're exposed to them, the more we're accumulating in our body and they just don't leave our system quickly at all. And that's really, really important to note. So what they do, they actually affect our immune system. So it really can decrease our immunity. It directly affects our liver. So it can make our liver have a really hard time detoxing our body and working effectively. It also has a direct association with our thyroid function and causing, you know, and linked to hypo or hyperthyroidism. It can also alter puberty for young children, which is really crazy. It raises our breast cancer risk, which is also very, very important, especially as women to be aware of because that's becoming more and more common these days. And they're also associated with kidney, testicular, prostate, and ovarian cancers and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Like what? Isn't that insane? These chemicals that we find in our to-go cups or the nonstick pans that we use or sweat-resistant clothing or our paint in our house, right, are linked to super, super deadly diseases. It's, it's just crazy to me. Next category I want to touch on is fragrance. Now, this is pretty general because when fragrance is listed as an ingredient on any kind of product, it could absolutely mean anything. And when I say anything, I mean anything. The FDA allows companies to label fragrance to cover over 3,000 chemicals. 
So that means with the one word you're seeing on the ingredient label, there could be 3,000 other ingredients underneath that one word, if that makes any sense. Now, not all products are using up to 3,000 chemicals. It's usually, you know, dozens to hundreds in a product, but that's still a lot that we're not really getting insight on and we don't really truly know what's in it. And there isn't really any regulatory safety oversight of these ingredients either. And so a lot of these chemicals that make up fragrance are associated with gynecological abnormalities, unusual reproductive development, sperm damage in adult men, and just hormone disruption overall. So fragrance is a really big one. On top of it, which we're not necessarily talking about this, being harmful for our lung health and our heart health and our liver health, which we're not going to touch on a whole ton. But fragrance is something that I really, really look out for because you just don't know exactly what that means. It's pretty unclear, which I find frustrating as a consumer, but I'm digressing. The next thing I want to touch on are cosmetics. Now, this isn't necessarily a chemical itself, but it's the chemicals that are often used in cosmetics, again, another feminine product, that make it really, really frustrating as a consumer. So a lot of cosmetics have those phthalates in it, like I talked about earlier in the plastics. Think about this as well. Our cosmetics are often stored in plastic containers. So that's seeping into, you know, our mascaras that we're putting directly on our eye or a lipstick that we're putting directly on our lips. So think about those things as well. But the products themselves typically have what we call parabens, which is a preservative, right? So this is found in pretty much in all types of different makeup. Um, they're definitely found in shampoos, conditioners, deodorants, all of those things. So just being aware of like those toiletry items pretty much. But parabens aren't necessarily listed anywhere. These can be hidden under the term fragrance. So this is another one of those things that can be underneath fragrance without really being told. And parabens are a threat to fertility and reproductive issues, and it increases our risk of cancer. So you can kind of see a theme here. A lot of these EDCs are linked to cancer, reproductive issues, and fertility. It's just, again, blows my mind. Now, the last thing I want to touch on are feminine care products in general, which is really awful because these are directly exposed to a very absorbent area, right? So pads, tampons, all the things. A lot of these products also have parabens, phthalates, a plastic coating. They also have titanium dioxide, which is like a bleaching agent. That is the ingredient that was just found in Skittles and Skittles got sued for. So it's really unfortunate that it is also in a lot of our feminine care products, right? It is a bleach literally in our product, very harmful to our health. It's just very unfortunate that a lot of these feminine products like those feminine care products, cosmetics, fragrance, you know, we all use lotion and perfume and other things are heavily filled with these harmful hormone disrupting chemicals. It's just really frustrating to me. As we move forward, I want to talk about a specific category of endocrine disrupting chemicals called obesogens. So these are EDCs that are directly linked to obesity. There are 48 of these. That is a ton. Some of the ones that we've talked about today are considered obesogens, and these are phthalates, parabens, BPA. We didn't touch on pesticides, but those are also an obesogen, which is really crazy to think about, and a handful of others. Obesogens actually increase the number of fat cells in our body. So it can increase and multiply our fat cells. It can increase the size of our fat cells. It can directly alter our insulin sensitivity. It can also directly alter our metabolic rate, basically slowing down our metabolism and the way that we burn energy. And it also literally changes the regulation of our appetite and satiety. It's just insane, like the how much of an effect that this has on obesity, weight loss, and weight gain. It's just absolutely crazy. Now, I just took you through all of the harmful ingredients, what this looks like, what it does to our health, what it does to our body. I would be terrible if I had left it at that, right? I'm going to take you through a good process 
I'm going to take you through an easy process of how to reduce your toxin overload, how to kind of swap these things out so that way you have a good go-to plan and you kind of know where to take action from here. Before we do that, I want to touch on the liver a little bit here. So our liver's job is to literally eliminate toxic waste. It's to detox our body. Being exposed to these chemicals every single day, I mean, think about this. First of all, we're waking up. We are probably having some EDCs in our face wash, in our toothpaste, in the type of toothbrush that we use. Then we come into our room, we put on our makeup, we put on our lotion, we put on our perfume. If we're on our period, you know, we're taking care of that as well. So within the first hour of you waking up, think about all of the chemicals you could be exposing yourself to, right? So when we're doing this every single day, we're overloading our liver. It's going to make it really, really hard for it to do its job properly. So this is going to decrease your metabolism, these skin conditions that we talked about, bloating, poor digestion, all the things that we've talked about today. So I just want to touch on that. Like just think about the overload that we're getting every single day. Now the goal here is not to be 100% toxin-free. That's just impossible. The things that we are exposed to is just impossible but it is to reduce the load as much as we can. And this is your decision to make. Now, if you listen to this and you're like, oh, well, it is what it is. Hey, your decision to make. Again, my goal here is just to give you the information so that you can do what you want with this information. But I highly encourage you to really think on this and reflect on this and think about the symptoms you're having and how this might be contributing to that. So the easiest place to start here to actually start reducing your exposure to these toxins is one, reducing your plastic usage. Think about all the times you use it. If you're drinking out of plastic water bottles, using plastic silverware, plastic storage containers, using baggies a lot, I highly encourage you to find some swaps. So start with some glass Tupperware. Love it. You can find some really affordable ones on Amazon. Start by getting a glass or a stainless steel water bottle. Aluminum, I would also try to avoid this, also has EDCs in it and is neurotoxic, so I would avoid aluminum when possible. Just start adding in more glass things, stainless steel things, and reducing that plastic usage. That's a really, really great place to start. Reduce the burning of your candles. We didn't touch a lot on this, but this has fragrance in it. It has paraffin wax. It has other endocrine disrupting chemicals, plus the burning of that specific wick can cause some harm to your lungs and other health issues. So I highly recommend wax melts. I think wax melts are great. Right now I'm loving green koala wax melts. I think they're awesome. They don't have EDCs in them, so I really encourage you to check them out. And then just begin swapping for cleaner products. And this is going to take time. So I don't encourage you to go home and throw everything away unless that's your style. You do you. But just use up what you have, and when it's time to buy a new mascara, look for a better mascara. And I've got plenty of brands to suggest to you. If you have any questions, let me know. I will totally send some clean swaps your way because I've been doing this for quite some time now, and I found some of my favorite things. And then lastly, I just want to touch on the feminine care products. Right now, the only feminine care products that I have found that have absolutely nothing in them and that are 100% safe are Natra Care. And I just order them from Amazon. I'll order like, I'll order them in bulk and I'm good to go. And they're they're decently affordable for the quality. So I, I recommend looking into them. I, I think they're great. The last thing I want to do here is touch on some common mistakes so that way we can help you prevent them, right? So some common mistakes that most women are going to make are listening to this and doing nothing about this, right? And again, as I said earlier, it is up to you to decide when or how you're going to take action on this, but I highly encourage you, if you are suffering from bloating, if you are suffering from skin conditions, if your gut is just super dysregulated, if you have some genetic factors that are linked to some of these cancers, I highly recommend that you start reducing your exposure to these toxins. That's going to be really important here. Another mistake is the all or nothing mentality, right? Thinking like, oh my gosh, I have to get rid of everything. If I do one thing, I'm going to ruin everything. Thing. No. 
understand what is in it and then make a mindful choice, right? Don't feel like you need to do everything right now. Again, use things up, make swaps when needed and understand you're never going to be 100% toxin free. That's impossible. So just doing what you can, taking control over what you have and going from there. Another mistake here is just thinking that obesity, fat loss, or hormone health in general is only about food. There is so much more that goes into our bodies and how safe they feel other than food. It's so much about stress management. It's about these endocrine disruptors. What's in your environment physically, mentally? You know, what are you exposing yourself to when it comes to chemicals or even relationships and what you're hearing and the people you're around, right? All these things are really, really important when it comes to a health journey. Lastly, like I mentioned at the very beginning of this episode, there are two places we can go here. We can either be fearful or we can be empowered. Fear is going to look like throwing everything away, obsessing, getting anxiety over this, worrying about it, thinking about this every day, right? Is that serving you? Absolutely not. Ask yourself that question. If you find yourself getting into that mindset, ask yourself, is this mindset serving me? It is absolutely not serving you, right? We want to get into this place of empowerment. You know, we've been told what to eat our whole lives We've taken on our parents' habits and certain things have been passed down for generations, you know, or cultural ways, right? So it's just important to acknowledge all the things. It's nobody's fault. Now you know the information and you can take action from here. So this begins with education, making sure you understand this, look a little bit deeper into it with your own choices and just understanding, being mindful. So I highly encourage you maybe to explore this a little bit deeper or if you have any questions about this, always reach out. I love having conversations about this kind of stuff. If you have questions about a specific swap that you'd like, let me know. One more recommendation that I do have is downloading the app Think Dirty. It's super easy to use and all you need to do is scan the barcodes of your products. If you start scanning the products around your home, you're going to find some pretty crazy things that you didn't know about the things that you use every day. And it also is really great because it has actual swaps on there for you so you can like type in face lotion and a bunch of clean products will pop up that you can literally buy I think everything's linked to so they make it really really easy so I highly recommend that you check that out I really really hope that you found today's episode helpful this is so important and something that we all need to be more aware of and I highly encourage you to share this with a friend a family member because I think we all need to hear this and become aware of it because it's so important of what's actually in our environment as always I thank you so much for listening I appreciate your support so much Don't be a stranger. Reach out if you have any questions. Other than that, I look forward to chatting with you next week. 